Yeah. Good morning. This is Wilka Nascimento. I am the Leadership Talks podcast host. And today I have Karina Goetz. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. Oh my goodness. I'm so thankful that you accepted. And I know we have this time difference. You are in the UK and it's a Saturday. So I truly appreciate your time. Oh, it's a pleasure. Karina, I wanted to talk to you about your experience in the hospitality industry and how does that entail with the Middle Eastern, you know, as well? Yeah, so, um, I mean, hospitality actually is is what brought me um, to the Middle East and to that whole kind of culture because, you know, I grew up in Germany, in particular, actually in East Germany, and like there were no Middle Eastern people around like I've never seen anybody from there and then when I came to London and started working in hospitality that's how I sort of met and I'm obviously like from the outside looking you would think oh god a German and somebody from the Middle East this would just not work because the work you know like a lot a lot of the uh, trades are very different you know in the Middle East timing can be very fluid Germans are very like strict normally but something um, something really gelled. And I think a lot of it for me was also that people were so warm and they were so hospitable and, you know, like, and they take you in as if you are their family when you're not. And that really, really resonated with me. And I just loved it ever since. Wow, that's amazing. What was your first experience traveling to the Middle Eastern? And what is the most incredible memory you have? I mean, the first time um, I went to the Middle East, it's like a long time ago, probably like 2005. And I went to Dubai and I went to Qatar and it was really, I was really blown away because I didn't know what to expect. And it was just so amazing. And then probably about 10, 12 years ago was the first time I traveled to Saudi and people were like, oh, you're going to go to Saudi. Oh my God, what's going to happen? You know? And I thought, yeah, but you know, it's interesting. I'd always heard about Jeddah and the beaches and Riyadh. And I was like, no, I'm totally, I want to go. And of course I was a little bit apprehensive because at the time, you know, there was not very much information. I didn't really know. I got to the airport. And at that time it was, I think for people who look at this now, at that time it was very different. Um, it was very strict. It was even very difficult to get a visa. I mean, it took you like something like two or three weeks. You had to have somebody sponsor you. So I was like, wow. But then, you know, once I got through the airport, it was amazing. And people like opened up their homes to me and they were like, no, come and have dinner and meet my grandmother and my cousins and my friends. And it was just so nice because, you know, in Germany, even if you work with somebody, you would never say, oh, come to my home. People would be like, no, that's just not something we would do. Yeah, you know, it's so funny because I also had, you know, I was talking to a colleague the other day and I said, I had this experience hosting a gentleman in New York City from Riyadh and they are the most, I, I did, you know, like experience a little bit of the culture in New York, but it's like they're the most kind and welcoming and respectful 
you know, and I even said, oh my gosh, you know, a good Saudi place for tea in New York. And then he took me to this place in Queens. And I was a little also apprehensive because I didn't know what to expect, you know, as a woman. And, and obviously, you know, I, I was curious about the culture, but I think, you know, the world, right, has this, um, sometimes we do this uh, we have a perception from just what we see on TV, you know, it's the same thing for me, like, uh, and I say, well, you know, I'm from Brazil, and people are like, oh, my God, carnival. So it's like, you know, what do people see about the Middle East on TV, you know, and that's the perception they have before even assumptions, right, like before even making a trip and getting to know each destination. Um, but I wanted to, I'm like, super, super excited, because I saw that you just got back from a trip, right? So what is the, the, the connection between, you know, you living in the UK now? I know that you have some clients in the Middle East. And so talk to us about that. So, yeah, so I work with like luxury hotels and then obviously I go out there to, um, you know, to to meet clients that they have, or, which are essentially probably I'd say my clients that I bring to the hotel and and I do the trip on behalf of, of the hotels. But I think one of the things that became very clear to me, and it's really interesting because so much has changed, especially with Saudi, and they're really opening up the, the country. But what became really interesting to me was like how little people know about the Middle East. And it was so interesting because I, I listened to a speech that uh, Sheikh Tamim, the Emir of Qatar, gave just recently, like probably about a week ago. And he said, you know, the Middle East had so much discrimination for decades, but it's because people don't know us and they don't know what we are about. And, um, and you know, like for me, every single time I go, like this, this trip, um, I went to Dubai, I was in Abu Dhabi and I went to Doha, but I haven't been to Doha for a couple of years since pre-COVID. And I have a lot of clients in Doha and people were so excited. And I just like, I could have tagged on another three days and I wouldn't have been able to see everyone. People said to me, oh my God, but you never called me. And I'm like, you know, I just, I like, I only had so much time. And then people wanted to spend a lot of time. So I had like a family that, and they were like, come for brunch. And also I was there on the weekend, you know, um, which normally, like if you want to do business, people will not, you know, like if, if it's like an office or something, they will not necessarily see you on the weekend because it's their weekend, you know, of course we wouldn't do the same but for me it was like they're like no you're here on the weekend come for brunch so I went to I went to this one family that I've known for like I don't know 12 years or something and so we had brunch and I saw everyone the aunts and they had like I think five five or six daughters and I saw all the daughters and the mom and everybody wanted to talk to me and then the dad came and then the son came and everybody wanted to talk and they were like oh my god we all want to have time with you and we want to just talk about you know, and, and people just want to talk about like normal stuff that everybody else wants to talk about. So like one of the daughters had a lot of kids so she wanted to talk about parenting because I have a son. And then one of the girls wanted to talk about healthy eating because they follow lots of different things. And what is the newest trend in London? And, you know, what is like the new superfood? And then and then the son wanted to talk about he had a business idea and the dad wasn't really sure um, is this the right idea. And they just wanted to run it past me and see what I thought and what was the market like. And it was so nice. And I, you know, like it was just oh, my God, it was just so amazing. I just loved every minute. It was so beautiful. And of course, we had the most beautiful food, you know, that's like, 
yeah <laughs> yeah I love that uh, you know I think you found your niche right um and I've had actually fun fact too when I was back in high school in Brazil I took some German lessons so <laughs> later on maybe we can practice <laughs> totally totally <laughs> But I think, you know, like, um, that's the perspective also when I go back, you know, like to Brazil, sometimes people are like, oh, I just want to talk to you about what's trending in the US, what you're seeing in hospitality, but also it's like in life, like in general, right? What is like, uh, you know, there is some uh, politics people want to talk about, like, oh, you know, how do you feel about this? And I was like, okay, I haven't thought about that question, but, you know, we can discuss from my, you know, perspective of how that affects me. Um, so I think finding the niche, right, especially having this super awesome high-level, high-profile clients, right, because I also you understand what they need, what they're looking for, and you understand the culture, you know, so, do you think that when you make those trips for in-person meetings, you know, especially after all of these, you know, two years that we've been a little bit, you know, restricted, right, due to COVID, of course, but like, do you think the in-person is super more helpful for you and why? It's, I mean, it's so, it's so much more helpful because, you know, I think people are so bored of Zoom meetings, but, but not just that. I think in, in the Middle East, everything is about relationship and relationship for them is like meeting you in person and, you know, and, and people want to know about you. And I think that's where a lot of people, you know, maybe fail when they go to the Middle East because they don't understand that and they don't understand you need to build up a relationship before you can do business in the Middle East and people want to know about your life they want to know about your family they want to find out about your opinions and they want to see what you are about you know and and it's very and this is a very strong um thing building the relationships in in the Middle East so so to me this in person is is so important it, it really is and I even you know I had a client who who actually was in London while I was in Doha and I was like oh my god I cannot believe I have not seen you like for so long and now you're in London and I'm in Doha but they came back while I was still in Doha and they were like no but you must come to the office we must see you we must 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 so they like literally moved heaven and earth to like slot me in and and, and see me and it was it was just so nice you know and that I think is is so important I have another high level client who's you know he's very busy he has a lot of stuff to do I mean I'm probably the last person he needs to see when I'm in Doha but um but his wife is um we got talking and I never met her before I, we only got talking on Instagram and turns out like she's this amazing blogger and and everything and we got on really well but we never met in real life and then I got to Doha and we met and it was so nice and and again we were you know we bonded over like kids and 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 all sorts of things and you know and that sometimes you know is is like way more important than even having you know, you look after, let's say, the end client, but then if you bond with his family, that means so much more for him, because, you know, like his family is kept happy, you you know stuff, you remember things, and and that really is, is key, and, you know, I, for me, like now, I see my role very much like evolving with not just hospitality, but I think like also with lots of other sectors to educate people about this, and to educate, you know, don't think you know about the Middle East 
when you've never been there and you've never met anyone and you've never taken an interest, you really need to, you know, find out a bit more about, you know, the people and the country. And, and it's so interesting because the other day I also, I met somebody else in London and I'd never met her before. It was like a lady from Saudi that somebody wanted to introduce to me. And we just had a chat. And then the minute she started realizing, I knew about what was going on in the country, what were the big projects, she really opened up. She was like, oh, this is so amazing. I love that you know all of these things. But you know, this is exactly what people should do. They should just educate themselves a bit more. And, and I mean, of course, you know, the internet's overwhelming and everything, but you know, but then you can speak to somebody that you know has experience and they can give you the crash course in this and you look so much better I mean you know and you have great topics to talk about at a dinner you know and you don't sit there thinking oh god I shouldn't be talking about this and I shouldn't be talking about that what can I even talk about you know <laughs> I yeah. mean, we've all been there you know so so um so I think if, if you educate yourself a little bit it makes so much difference yeah, for sure. I love what you said, like, you know, get to know the culture and what it's actually happening by experiencing, right? Don't just assume what you see or hear on the internet. And to that fact, it's like, um, here in Washington, DC, we have, you know, the embassies of the world, of course. And I had, uh, a darling, my friend actually that I hosted in New York City from Riyadh, and his name is also Riyadh. I love him to death. So he called me, he came for a project in, at the Saudi embassy and he called because he arrived in the US. But last time I was living in California. So I saw like a 202 number, the area code from DC. And I was like, hey, it's Wilka. And he's like, hey, it's me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, who, where are you? <laughs> and he was here for business, you know, with the embassy. And the matter of the fact is where I'm located, right? Like Washington, D.C., there is a lot of exposure for different cultures, right? But also you have to be willing to learn about it. So it's like living in New York. I would never have gone to that place for tea in Queens. Um, and it was, I'm going to be honest, it was a little bit intimidated because I was like the only woman there, right? So I can imagine, you know, what you have to go through from other people that never been to the Middle East, but it's like, yeah, you're a woman and you're here to drink tea or, you know, you're here to do business and there's nothing wrong with that. So like the perception is completely different when you actually experience it for yourself. So did you have any type of, um, were you hesitant before going or do you still feel that way when going to certain countries? No, not at all. Not at all. And I always, I always feel, you know, especially when it comes to men in the Middle East, I think if you're like a Western woman, they appreciate it so much more because I think also like we as women, we have like a lot more intuition for stuff sometimes, I think, than men. And, um, you know, especially if you have like, let's say, big diplomatic groups, it's usually predominantly men. And, you know, I, I always say to people, you know, of course they'd rather see a woman and the women have, you know, they have these small touches that they remember, oh, maybe, you know, it, it was this person's birthday just foregone. Let me do a little something if you're in hospitality to acknowledge that. Where men, they probably wouldn't even have thought about this, you know, okay, maybe not generalizing, but I just think we, as women, we have we have something different and maybe it's like the caring that we have in us, you know, and, and people really respond to that. And then, 
I think vice versa, when I go there, I think people will go out of the way to make sure that I'm safe, that I have everything I need, you know, and, and people will say, do you need, I don't know, do you need a driver? Do you need somebody to pick you up? Do you, um, are you okay? Do you need any help with anything? I mean, every single person that I've seen in the Middle East always says that to me, please call me for anything if you need anything. And this is, and people will say, oh yeah, maybe it's it's just uh, it's just shallow and it's words, but it's not. It it really isn't. And and um, they really will go out of their way to make sure a that you see what the country is really about and that they're really proud of and that you have a good experience. But they also want you to be looked after and 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 sort of cared for. And that is not necessarily the same when you come to, you know, like Western Europe, because people wouldn't necessarily go out of, I mean, certainly not in Germany. In, in Germany, people, yeah, okay, we do business. And, and that's what a lot of the Middle Eastern people always say to me. They're like, in Germany, okay, business is business, and then we finish, and then no more. But in the <laughs> Middle East, it's not like that, you know? Like, I, I have people, and I haven't seen them for a while, but I still need to call them every week. And, and um the shakes or people will say to me, oh, but why did you not call me? And it's not even that we talk about a lot. We talk about the weather, we talk about what's going on, you know, but they want to feel you're in contact with them. And 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 that's really important. And, you know, I, I love that to me. And and a lot of the um the the other things that I really love is is that people you know value family so much and and um, they want to get to know you and they have a genuine interest and it's not just okay we do business and then we move on so and that to me is just really special yeah and that, that's what I also I think I connect very much you know because I've been in the U.S. for about fifteen years but when you like the family segment of you know different cultures um and folks from you know like uh, i had a, another person that i met from jordan too and you know I, I see like all of you know abu dhabi dubai everywhere is booming right and that's for sure like on my you know bucket list but now with the world cup in qatar i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> This is definitely excited and I'm so excited for the country to make sure they put on an amazing show because I know, you know, they will and they will show the world what it really, you know, the Middle East is all about. Um, but like I wanted to actually talk to you about your business now, your company, because um, I also see that besides, you know, traveling here and there, you're having fun. You know, I see the posts on LinkedIn as well. So what are you, how can people get in touch with you and how did you, you know, come up with this business idea? So I think uh, there's, um, there's two sides to my business. Obviously, one is where I look after hotels and I bring them clients uh, from the Middle East. So that's one. But I think the one that I feel really, really passionate about is to educate people about the Middle East. So if people have new projects or they want to go out to Saudi and um, and work there or they've been offered an opportunity. I mean, this is something I hear so often where people are like, oh my God, I have this really amazing opportunity to go to Saudi, but Saudi, should I really go to Saudi? And, and then 
um, if people call me, like I had a friend and she was offered, um, I don't know if you heard, there was this um, festival in Saudi called Middle Beast, where they flew in all these amazing DJs to DJ in, in the desert. And so my friend, who'd always been sort of like in the music business, looking after music people, she had no relation to the Middle East. And they called her and they were like, we have this project. Would you just come and work for a couple of months? And she was like, oh my God, I don't, I really don't know. And this is in Saudi. And she's like, what do you think? And I was like, no, what? 100% you should do it you know like here's a few things that you just need to keep in mind but you should definitely do it so she went and did it and she said oh my god I am so happy I listened to you you know this was the best thing I ever did and she signed up for two more projects and she said to me now I understand why you always say you know you have to go there you have to see it and you just need to know a few things before you go because it's really amazing and how they opening up and there's so much opportunity out there so that's where I really want to you know help people with to give them a bit of a crash course and what do you need to know about Saudi and really you don't need to be worried if you're sticking to a few rules which is similar um, you know, then if you go to the US and, and things, you know, there's a few things that you would, uh, that you would just not do. Um, and it's the same for the Middle East. So yes, so you can find me on my website, which is www.star-cat.co.uk. And people always ask me, what is this star in this cat? Do you have a love for cat? And I'm like, no, it's nothing to do with cat. Star is basically five star. And Kat is consulting and training. So, <laughs> so it's quite, yeah. So that this is the little story. But I also do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. You know, like I do a newsletter. We've done um, with Didi who works with me. We've done like a few little podcasts to talk about our experiences and things. So we're like all over. If you, you you'll, fi- you'll, find, you'll find us anywhere. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, I think, you know, you're doing an amazing job with the personal branding of yourself. Um, because you're telling this story, right? Like, hey, I just came from this trip and that's how we got connected, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, because I, I follow, I think like um, a business a group from Saudi or, or in general, the Middle East. And then I found you, we connected and I've been following your search, you know, your, your story in features. So the branding, you're doing an amazing job. And I wanted to know, like, have you, found um that is also positive for you because you know sometimes um i was also in the hotel business and people were like oh you're wasting time you know with this branding posting pictures every day and i'm like okay well thank you for sharing your thoughts but for me this is definitely it's a passion number one you know but also is a way for me to stay in touch with people from brazil from other places that i lived in the u.s so I wanted to hear, you know, what is the, the takeaway from the personal branding that you keep, you know, pushing on LinkedIn and how that's helped your company um, be successful today? I mean, to me, you know, like I've done during COVID, I think when suddenly nobody traveled from my Middle Eastern clients, I was like, oh my God, what else can I do with my knowledge? And so I ended up doing all these you know, self-development courses and, and everything. And then people always um, say, you know, you need to find 
sort of like what you're passionate about and what you're really passionate about and one of the things that always really annoyed me were like when some of my Middle Eastern clients would say or they would tell me some of these experiences that they would have so for example I had a Saudi lady and she went to this um to this really amazing health resort in Switzerland and um when she went for her treatment, the therapist said to her, so where are you from? And she thought for a minute and she thought, oh, should I say Saudi or not? So that's the first thing you should never really have to think about, like, why should I say this? And then she said, oh, you know, I'm from Saudi. And, and then the therapist said, oh, you're from Saudi. Wow. In Saudi, all the women are just unhappy and oppressed. And she was like, but I'm not you know, and I'm, and I'm here. And, and it was like, this breaks my heart, because I just think, you know, people just have this stereotype, and this is just not the truth. So I just want to help people to look at this from a Western angle, because I'm not Arab, I don't speak any Arabic, you know, this is just a pure passion for me, where I want to bring people closer together, because I just think, you know, once people leave their misconceptions at the door, I think it is just, you know, it, it would be so beautiful to, to bring these cultures together. So, and I, and, and the more I thought about this, then I thought, where can I really tell the story? And they always say to you in personal development, you need to think about, you know, like, what is the best platform for you? And then I, I, you know, I thought, well, LinkedIn is, is a much better platform than Instagram, because, for example, Instagram, like people half the time, they don't even read the story, they just look at the pictures. And, so I thought, oh no, maybe maybe I should just try on LinkedIn. And then at the beginning of the year, you know, then I set myself a challenge. I was like, okay, let me try and post something every day consistently. And but let me not just post something for the sake of posting. Let me do it properly and try and educate people and help people. And oh my God, I mean, I just found the most amazing people on LinkedIn. And the thing that for me was so amazing is that that a lot of the Saudis are so active on LinkedIn and they love it. And I learned so much from some of the people that I follow. And I even have some of my clients on there and some princes that are on LinkedIn, although you would never know that they're like a prince because they just have like a normal profile. And um, and it's so great. And I just, I just, a, a lot of people have said to me, you know, like, this has been so interesting. I never knew about some of the things that you posted about or some of the things that, you know, that um, happened. And like, now I feel just, I feel so much more confident. So I feel like now is also the right time because Saudi is starting to open up and more people start to hear about it. So I just really want to be, you know, this voice to help places like Saudi and Qatar to try and you know bring it to more people I mean of course you can always hire a PR company and whatever but there's nothing better than if you have people that have personal stories to share and that have been there and and tell you what happened to them on the trip you know like I mean I would love to read that kind of stuff yeah yeah it's amazing it's all about the storytelling but also not coming up with stories right like you're living you're experiencing and I think for me is the same way you know the passion of educating people about I don't know come to Maryland to go to the beach this summer you know or visit Washington DC where all the free museums are available for you you know but it's like uh, you're educating people about the destination and you know the business will flow right um, and I, I think for me as well you know I have this um, I started with the podcast because it was 
a way for me to communicate with people throughout the world that not necessarily um, were, you know, my loyal hotel guests. Because guess what? I can talk about business all over the world. I don't need to talk about hotels specifically, right? That's what we are doing here today. But what I what I wanted to like ask you if you can suggest, right, to folks that are listening to us and maybe you know watching the vlog that we're going to share on LinkedIn. What is your suggestions for, you know, this dedication? Because it takes time as well out of your day to, to be uh, really uh, doing on a daily basis posting content. I think, um, I mean, for me, you know, I sometimes I have days where I think, oh, my God, I'm like, I'm so uninspired. I have no idea. But then I have days and or nights especially in the evening when I think oh my god this would make a really great post why didn't I think of this before so then I start writing down all the ideas so I have like a little uh, note section in my phone where I jot down ideas I'm like no I should talk about this and sometimes I even pre-write some of the posts because I'm just so in the moment I'm like oh my god this would just make such a great post and then on the days when I'm really uninspired I go back to that and then take this but I mean it it takes a bit of time to, I think, to like find your voice and also um, see, you know, what works. And, you know, I think people also need to get away from the fact like, oh, let's get my post viral because it really doesn't matter. You know, I think LinkedIn has so much more reach organically already. And the interesting thing, I don't know if you have found the same thing, um, Wilka, but for me, it's like some of the posts where I think, okay, not that many people commented, not that many people liked, but maybe a week or two weeks later, people will say to me, oh, I, you know, I saw your post. This was so interesting. And these people never commented. They never liked. I was like, oh my God, were you just like a stalker in the background or something? <laughs> you know, and, and so many people have now said to me, oh, I keep seeing your post. I love it. It's so interesting. And I'm thinking, wow, there's a lot more people out there who are watching what you're doing. And, and that to me just, you know, I, I just think, okay, perfect. So I do actually reach a lot of people. So, it, and, and that's why I just think, you know, forget about all the, these vanity metrics, how many followers you have, how many likes, how many comments, it doesn't matter because the person that will need that post will probably see it. And it will make a difference in that day. And that to me, you know, is, is, is just, that's what it's all about. Excellent. Yeah, I do, that does happen to me too. But, you know, also I, I, I even when I tell people about, hey, you know, you should be a little bit more engaged. But I'm like so inspired by people like yourself, you know, that you had the same similar experience because in the end of the day, I haven't um, actually gone to London too. So, you know, but if when I do that, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to call Karina because I can call people all over the world because I'm connected with a lot of people, right? So it's like the connections and like what really, like I went to Cancun and I had a chance to get out of the hotel zone because one of my connections on LinkedIn saw that I was going to Cancun and he's like, oh my gosh, do you want to check it out the cantina outside of the hotel zone? I'm like, yes, please. Because that's how you experience the local culture, right? So it's it's amazing to me that, you know, um, that happened to you as well. But I think for my side, it's like, it's your voice and you don't need to follow any um, particulars on how to speak a certain way 
because it's your experience, you know, it's, it's your life. And of course, also, when I started, it was a way for me to speak up and connect and to show other people that I was also going through challenges through COVID and, you know, that I couldn't talk about, but I'm like, oh, you know, I remember this when everything was roses and beautiful, because then you wanted me to promote XYZ Hotel, right? So it's like, it's so interesting to see how, you know, the perception of folks um, is really, you know, and like, to your point, people are not commenting or, or anything, but I even had like a CEO of a hotel brand that I worked for, he made a comment, I was like, oh my god, like, that blew my mind, you know, like, who is actually seeing and following and knowing where you are and who is who you were talking to, who you're engaging. So it's definitely valuable. And I truly, Karina, appreciate, you know, your time today here. I think this type of conversation and exploring, you know, the Middle East is one of my passions as well, because travel, right? I'm in the travel industry and I love cultures. And I even, you know, um, try to learn some Arabic as well. I can barely, you know, speak, but it's so interesting. Like, I would never thought that the other day I was at the Algeria embassy and they speak Arab and French. And I'm like, you know, they are so amazing, welcoming. And, you know, when you when I started to speak, I was like, hey, Habibi, shukran, you know, and they look at me like, you're Lebanese. And I was like, I wish, you know, I love the cuisine for Lebanon. And I had experiences in France from, from Lebanon as well. So it's like, you just, you embrace so much culture, you know, and this is what, you know, what business for me also is about inspiring other people. So any words, any final, final words of inspiration for folks that are listening to us? I think just, you know, keep an open mind and, and keep learning from other people. And I think just LinkedIn is like an amazing platform for that, in, in my opinion, you know, and I think it's going to grow and grow and grow. And it's probably going to overtake a lot of the other platforms because it is that mix of, you know, professional experiences and yeah, and you can find anyone there. There's just so many opportunities and people that just think, oh, it's just for jobs. I mean, they really miss the boat. Oh my gosh, for sure. I love that. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Karina. Go ahead, uh, again, one more time for your time this beautiful Saturday. And I truly appreciate it. And I hope to see you soon in London or maybe in Qatar. Who knows, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too.